This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. David Diamond said nine points this week, and we all laughed at him. Here we are, nine points later. It was Ipswich 4, Blackburn 3. And the season that keeps giving, keeps giving to the most boring podcast in the history of podcasts. We've won a game. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Right, this is just getting ridiculous now. Absolutely ridiculous. I love it, but it's ridiculous. Joe, if we... So, we just done the maths, you and I. If we are somewhere between Birmingham and Millwall for the rest of the season, 1.4342 points per game, yeah, 11th and a half, we'll get 75 points. <laughs> We're just building such a... It's ridiculous. Such a bank of points here, aren't we, that almost... I'm not. I'm not saying you can't fail to get the players from here because obviously you can. You but need bottom can, half form now, Joe. We're like almost like is it like ten points ahead of seventh at the moment? It's yeah, like, it's unbelievable, unbelievable, Jeff. You're looking at one point two points per game over the next thirty eight to land kind of probably early seventies or low sixties, Dave. I mean, I was going to say this is the best week, but it's not because there was that. Um, Peterborough, Armsley, and Exeter week. Yeah, like, that, that this is probably... just bloody brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, that that probably was the week to end all weeks. That week at the end of last season, but yeah, another really impressive week, isn't it? And it's just the belief in the you know, team. It's the squad belief, isn't it? And the whole belief around around the ground as well. I mean, yesterday we'll get to a bit. I, I, I even thought that even when it did go back to three three, I didn't really feel much edginess around the ground for once where let's face it in previous seasons yeah it would have been really 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 tetchy but I didn't get I didn't well certainly where I sat I didn't get any of that and I certainly would have done in previous seasons it's just the whole belief around the club at the moment is just and that can take you anywhere mate and hopefully it will unbelievable so I think we did this stat I fell over it in my vlog after the Southampton game (laughs) Joe I think it's 20 wins 
in 23 EFL games. Uh, someone in the live chat. It was 19 in 22. Is it 19? I think it was 19 and 22 on Tuesday, wasn't it? I think now wasn't it's it? 20 and 23. I think it's 20 and 20. Someone in the, in the live chat. Anyway, welcome to Ludicrous, the Blue Monday podcast. Yeah, where we've spent the first two minutes, 45, trying to get our heads around how our football team has basically now been winning for, what, seven, seven months. And I, I keep harking back. Please, someone go and listen to that post-Bristol Rovers <laughs> podcast, <laughs> Valentine's Day um, sob fest, because... Yeah, it's just been incredible. Thank you, everybody, in the chat and joining us live here. We love you all. Get your comments and we'll read as many as we can. We'll go to Q&A after we've gone through yet another win. Thank you to all the old school audio people. We do appreciate you too. You can do like a five-star review thing um, if you so desire on the podcast app of your choice. Before we get to um, Ipswich 4, Blackburn 3, we got some good news which we released on the preview show, Dave, it's Blue Monday Live, and joining us will be Luke Chambers. Will yeah, be really joining pretty. us live. Yeah, I think we're all really chuffed with that. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, you know, a superb captain, a superb clubman. Um, yeah, probably, probably felt as though he's perhaps got some unfinished business uh, with how he left. But um, yeah, just absolutely great to um, absolutely great to have him on board. And as as Joe said, still still very much supports the club. I know he still has the um, you know the academy lads. I think they're um, he's got um, in lodgings around his around his place. I know that he's done that for for a good number of years now. So um, yeah, really looking for really looking forward to that. It's going to be amazing, Joe. This is the Preston game, which could be very high stakes at, at this point. We might be promoted by then, I guess. But um, So this is October the 7th. Join us post-match. Luke Chambers will be at the game. So he'll be able to give us his thoughts on the game. He's going to give us his thoughts on his career. And we will open it up via um, a hashtag, which will be exclusive to the... Um, Guys at the podcast, although I'm at the live show, although I'm sure it's just down to it, will get wind of it and people will start hijacking it when they know Luke Chambers is there. But you can ask him your questions. He'll even take a photo with you, Joe. What a, what a get for the live show. Oh, definitely. There's probably, there's not many people that you could get from that era that is that will cover such a wide range in topics and is such a good speaker and is someone that will sort of maybe give you a bit of the lowdown of what was going on behind the scenes because you're not going to get anyone from the current team because they're too invested in it. So McHenry, so you've got somebody that covers a wide range of eras before him, some some good times, some bad times, the sort of Evans ownership, and I'm sure he'll be open and honest as he always is there so it'll be a good night for everyone there but no yeah. I, I can't think of many better guests from the sort of this era of the club so we've got a big thank you to the um ipswich town foundation um people for sorting that out because we couldn't have we couldn't have got him on our own it's um frankly mr matt holland and simon milton so huge thanks to those and look you would have got to see david diamond anyway but now you get to see David Diamond and Luke Chambers. And if you haven't realised how excited I am um, tonight, I'm that excited we're going to do a special promo. If you go to Eventbrite now, the next 10 people to buy a ticket will get their ticket for half price if you type in the promo code MASSIMO. So go to Eventbrite now, type in promo code MASSIMO. That only went live at 8 p.m., and the next 10 people will get a half-price ticket to an event where you can 
get your question and hear about the career and thoughts on the Preston game of Ipswich Town's former captain, record-setting captain, Luke Chambers. We are so, so chuffed about that. Do get involved. And if I hit this button, you have to be super clever here on YouTube. Um, I'll leave that up for a second. Covering David Diamond's face is a lovely QR code, which will take you straight over to the Eventbrite website. Enter promo code Massimo, which Joe will sing to you at some point during the show and the Voulez-Vous um, riff from ABBA. And get involved. We'd love to see you October the 7th at Blue Monday Live. Dave, <laughs> the second 4-3 of the season in the in the seventh win. And um, I guess it's back to the A team. And um, I want to get your take on this team and also the bravery. I need you to give me the context of what Kieran McKenna did on Tuesday night with the four changes. Again, I've been wittering on about it all week. The fact that Walton... Broadhead, Davis and Luongo did not start the game at Southampton and they're just absolute cornerstones of mm. the team that got um, Ipswich Town promoted. Um, but if I share the screen properly, there you go. I'm too giddy today, aren't I? We are back. Uh, Hladke in goal, Clark, Wolfen and Burgess and the return, surprise to me, of one Leaf Davis. Morsi and Luongo reunited in central midfield. Nathan Broadhead back in down the left-hand side. Chaplin, Burns and Hurst. Don't just talk to me about that team, Dave. Talk to me about how he's played the last two games in the three-game week. Yeah, fantastically well. I think we spoke this time last week about what he may or may not do against, um, you know, team he um, might or may not pick against um, against. Southampton. Um, there has been a lot of speculation, but certainly in our in our Telegram group, that perhaps it, the time would would have been right for Taylor to come in for Luongo, which he which he did, um, and played okay. I don't think he was probably one of our better performers on the night at Southampton, but played okay. But you know, Hutchison, you know, Hutchison in. Um, who, yeah, certainly made, obviously made an impression the other night, scored the goal. And it just says a lot about that, you know, about the coach, you know, how he went, how he, how he then went really horses for courses yesterday. Obviously, Davis was fit. And looking at that first, looking at that team yesterday, the first 11, that's probably our, that's probably our starting 11, albeit Walton for Hladke at some point. Um, what's, what's your take, Joe? Do you think this was all planned out before the week started and this was always going to be the team or were we a bit dependent on, and particularly Davis's fitness? Yeah, I guess we were dependent on Davis's fitness, yeah. but other than that, I'd, I'd imagine it was a planned rest for, we know um, sort of Broadhead hasn't had the best injury record over his career and maybe he is a player that needs to be managed a little bit more. Luongo is obviously sort of the wrong side of 30, played a lot of games and it gives you a chance to try and get Taylor in for a game. Plus, it did feel like there was going to be an impending suspension coming for Sam Morsey when he was on four bookings and that is now here. So it's good to have got him a league game under his belt. And But like everything else McKenna does at the moment, he seems to just get it right, doesn't he? he, he yeah. every, everything he touches sort of turns to gold, doesn't it, at the moment? Every, everything, every substitution he makes, every time he drops players or rests players, everything he does, the player that comes in always works out. He's going to get something wrong at some point. We just, <laughs> just got to ride the wave, Dave. 
Yeah, it's it's how we, we well, there will be a dip. There has you know there has to be. I mean, all right, no sign of it at the moment, but there there will be a dip, and it's how we. It, it'll be interesting to see how we uh, you know how we cope cope with that because we really haven't had one of those for <laughs> when what probably the the fogged off game what should have been the fogged off game at Oxford for goodness sake. So um, yeah, it's it's how we cope with it when it comes, and it, and it look in this division it will come, but um, yeah, just just ride it out. Just ride it out till it does because it's it's just absolutely Great point brilliant. By Gord in the chat says it's crazy that our best yeah. eleven is for, it's the team that we've played in League One. So that says a lot for the recruitment and the Incredible. building of the pattern of play down mm-hmm. there in League One. Let's have a look at a pretty tidy Blackburn team when we talk about some of these goals uh, during this game. Ainsley Pears in goal. Uh, Callum Britton, who we saw might have been at Barnsley at the same time as Connor Chapman. Someone check that for me in the chat. No, maybe you missed him from MK. Forget that. Uh, Carter, Hyam, Pickering across the back. Travis and the very highly rated Wharton in central midfield. Uh, Moran, Smodic, he loves playing against us. Sigurdsson on his debut. And um, Sam Parkins, player to watch on the excellent championship check-in podcast. On week two of the season, Harry Leonard uh, up top. Um, Let's get into this because the goals are going to start flowing pretty quickly. We're going to just say a huge thank you to, is that Brian spelt incorrectly or brain? Excuse me if I've offended him, but it's a five pound super chat. So he can spell it however he likes. And (laughs) uh, thank you so, so much. Uh, Joe, this is down your end in the old Christie corporate Prawn, I was going to say prawn cracker seats then. <laughs> very much not prawn cracker seats. They are prawn sandwich seats. Uh, but Joe, talk me through Harry Clark's opening goal. And say thank you to Brian or Brian. Yeah, yeah thanks again to Brian. So it's, it's great <laughs> to have people coming in here and sort of donating for what we're doing here. But I say not that we expect it at all, but it's always good to see. But we'd, we'd start the game really, really quickly as well. Within sort of a minute or two, we had a corner within about the first 20 seconds where we'd sort of start brightly. Then sort of a lovely little bit of move and it ended with Leif Davis having a shot, which the keeper pushed behind for a, another corner. And I think this was the third corner we'd had. And um, it was just, like I said, ball came over, sort of half cleared and Chaplin looked like he had a chance to get a shot away. And shot was blocked and it fell to um, Harry Clark, who just sorted his feet out so quickly and, just well, like I say, just from the very edge of the box, just really struck through the ball. And whilst the keeper probably does see it late, it's sort of past him before he can see it as well. And like I say, I was for all these goals in the first half, I was right behind that one. And as soon as he struck it, you could see where it was going, you could see it was going in. I don't think Harry realized himself because after he celebrated, after he scored, he almost looked in like a state of shock that had gone in. And then that was the celebration, Joe, of a player who's not used to scoring, isn't it? He, <laughs> yeah. he loved it, didn't he? Down in front of Dave, actually. Yeah. And yeah, no, brilliant celebration. You could see how much it meant to him. And there but no and he, he's looked like someone who's going to score a goal for a long time and maybe this season he hasn't hasn't got forward as much but no that was a that was a great goal and it sort of has capped off a really good week for him after he'd had some criticism mm. sort of off the back of the Leeds game I think he's been I thought he was excellent at Southampton and to get to get the goal yesterday and at Portman Road is probably a very special moment for him but Dave Blackburn um, have got very very good attacking numbers create lots and lots of chances 
Um, and they were right back in it really quickly through um, Sigurdsson yes. and a really good bit of quality from Lewis oh, Travis. Oh, really good, really good. I mean, I think I think Leonard. I think it starts with Leonard receiving the ball fairly deep on the half turn in midfield, a lot of space. So they sort of kind of break the first press, <clears throat> and he um, he turns, gives it to Travers. I think Travers then sprays it out to Sigurdsson, and Sigurdsson's coming off the line left. Um, so yeah, drops his shoulder, carries it to the edge of the box, and I think. Picks out Travers again. You'll see him. He, he then a sort of reverse pass to Travers, and then it's 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 a really clever guy. I, I mean, if you look look at the still there, I would say our defenders are in a pretty good position there. But it's the quality Clark of the turns ball. the wrong way though. Yeah, he yeah, his okay, body, Pro- probably, he? Yeah. yeah, probably does. But it's such a delicate, cute ball. He gets the ball absolutely right, Travers, and um, and it's almost the Sigurdsson has just crept in the bro- the blind side between between Burns and Clark, and um, yeah, composed finish. You know, can't blame the keeper there from about five yards. Criticism, yeah, a bit too easy to play through. But Blackwell are playing some nice stuff, really, really nice stuff. Some high, some good technical players. You mentioned, um, you mentioned Wharton. You know, my kind of player. I love seeing that sort of player, all left foot, quite upright. You know, got a lot of, got loads of vision stuff. Um, he wasn't involved in that goal, but um, yeah, yeah, maybe Clark got caught a bit ball watching there, perhaps. But super move, lovely, lovely goal, lovely goal. Mm. Lovely goal. Um, Joe, if you're Blackburn goalkeeper Ainsley Pears and you're playing a game of worst case scenario here when you shank a kick out, I felt a bit sorry for him for this goal because it's a it's a horrible kick, but um, a Chaplin less so, but Broadhead just unbelievable from Chaplin's little hook back. Talk about this um, goal to put us back uh, into the lead. Well, yeah, it's a ball for. I can't remember who plays the ball. I think it's Carrie Clark plays the ball for, isn't it? For yeah. Hurst. And it's really, it's a really good ball, and he looks like he's going to get there. I think Pears does well enough rushing out of it and gets there and clears it, but it sort of lands at Chaplin, and he, I, I, I almost thought he was going to try and shoot. But he doesn't. He just sort of hooks it back into a good area, and yeah, Broadhead sort of takes it down his chest, takes another touch, and then sort of before the keeper's set, he hits yes. it. Yes, and again, this is one. As, as soon as he hit that, you could from anyone in the south stand could see that that was going in the goal because the keeper was just you're totally right Joe anywhere near the corner and it was just the keeper's not saving it is he yeah and it like didn't like struck it well but it's not like it was a exocet missile it was just a nice strike wasn't it and but it was just in he just like I say just takes it so early with not a huge amount of backlift and I know it's just that half a half a uh, sorry half a second too early for the keeper to get his feet set to be able to dive and yeah it's, it's past him and we're back in front. Another excellent goal from a player who, caught yesterday, the amount of times he got in the ball in lovely positions. It's just, it's just a technique for that goal again, Ben. The technique is just, it's a hard skill. I know Joe said he didn't, you know, he didn't, um, you know, he didn't hammer it in. That's even harder because he, he saw almost cushions as the, the half volley. It's such a such a difficult, skill. you know, for them it's not. But do you know what I mean? It's a highly Real, real technical goal, that brilliant goal. And if, if, if I think Joe had the point there because my my lad said, oh, I think I think Chaplin meant that. I think I meant that volley pass to Broad. And I said, I'm not sure. I said, I think he's just putting, as Joe said, putting it in a good area. Yeah, I agree with that. And, yeah. and um, I just. High, high quality finish. Yeah, keeper um, didn't cover himself. Keeper was backpedaling and perhaps off balance, but just a great finish. We'll let Joe decide this. Neil's asking on the Clark goal, was it a thunder bastard? It's it's a no from me. He needs to lash that a little bit more. I need maybe a bit of contact with crossbar as well. I think I think it's got enough lash on it. And it's also <laughs> and it, it also has the um 
I said the, the extra thing that it's still rising as it hits the net, which, is, which is always a good thing. But it's I, good yeah. enough lash on it. <laughs> I think there was enough lash on it. But I, but I don't oh, think there was... Um, that's, a Pogues, that's a Pogues album, Rum, Sodom, Rum Sodomy and the Lash. That's a Pogues <laughs> album. But, I, but I, I, don't think it's a, I don't think it's a fun to be. Not quite. Oh, that's tremendous. No, 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 bar, no bar contact for me. No, sorry. <laughs> Thought long and hard about that, but no, 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 no woodwork contact. So no. Oh dear. Right, I need to calm down. Someone, as Veronica said, in my hyper tonight. I'm so hyper with this seven wins and eight. It's not even, not even funny. Um, what I'm hyper about as well, Dave. And I don't like this Schadenfreude fan banter. Um, got one over on you, point scoring stuff. But we did have some Blackburn fans telling us, Ah, George Hurst, he's He's rubbish, isn't he? You know, he was he was terrible for us. And okay, we had that Kiefer Moore situation where we were like, yeah, he was terrible for us. And then he got brilliant afterwards. So we know that we know that things can change. But this was a rather satisfying goal um, for George Hurst, wasn't it, Dave? Well, a rather satisfying goal for George Hurst, and a rather satisfying goal for Cameron Burgess, who suddenly becomes sort of um, suddenly. Has, Dave, how did that ball catch out that entire defence? Though it shouldn't have done really. But it was really weird because Burgess. I thought, I thought it was Burgess, Arnold Buren at the back, Dave. Well, no, absolutely, <laughs> because Burgess kind of lands on the ball, doesn't he? And he clearly wants to play it in the midfield. Clearly wants to, but. Yeah, they're not really pressing, but they're pressing far enough that he, you know, he's not a safe ball into midfield. And then he takes another look, and again he turns back, and then he thinks, oh well, I've just got, to, I've just got to play it into an area, and it is a good ball because he plays it with a bit of curve there. He's just, again, he's, he doesn't just lash it forward. He plays it with a bit of curve there, and um, yeah, it's a well, yeah, you're right. It's it's not great defending, but a really well timed run from Hurst. Again, Pears doesn't cover himself in glory because he comes and then kind of stops and. Yeah, he just dinks it under him. He certainly enjoyed that because, um, yeah, he's right in the face of the Blackburn fans after that one, isn't he? I hadn't, heard him, I hadn't heard him getting any stick from the Blackburn no, fans. No, I hadn't, actually. So I'm surprised he went that way. But he, obviously, yeah. he's probably, I don't know, you, you see footballers and you think they're not this and that. But when it's looking, they probably look at social media, see a lot of stick they get and yeah. bank that in their head as something that they want to get over, even if it's a sort of a vocal minority of fans in a, uh, in a fan base. It's not like he, like I say, it's not like they're booing every time he touched the ball and things like that, was it, on and yesterday? But I say, if, if that's what players need to drive them on, we've all, I don't know, you see the last dance with Michael Jordan and every potential slight he takes is the reason not to drive <laughs> them on. That and personally. That. It's, it's like yeah. three, it's, it's three-point fodder, isn't it, with Michael Jordan? Yeah, it's all you know, two-point, yeah. three-point fodder, any, any slight. But great to see her... Great to see you, you know, your striker, your, your focal, your number nine, get his goal, isn't it? I was in the homestand at um, Southampton. So at the end of the game, I was able to walk down and just take in the team, you know, coming in front of the away end and uh, the fist bump and everything. And Connor Chaplin and George Hurst had a lovely slow walk along the Southampton um, oh, of course, yeah. touchline there, having got a little bit of stick. Um, Neil! Uh, 10 euros on the super chat. Thank you so, so much. Uh, can't uh, come to Blue Monday Live from Paris, unfortunately. Oh. Where's your commitment, Neil? Come on, come on man. From, from Paris. No, uh, he says, so hope this supports the event. Very, very kind. Cam Burgess, deep line playmaker, says <laughs> Romeo in the chat. Yeah, lovely stuff. Um, so, half time, um, what, what's your kind of um, summary, Dave? Then just really as open as it sounded? 
It was it was pretty open, yeah. But you know, three. Oh, we should have mentioned just before halftime. Broadhead, my goodness me, has a, there's a bit of play, a bit of interplay with um first with Morsey. Um, immediately he's got a fair bit of space there. First with Morsey, and then with Hurst, and he just drops his shoulder, takes it inside, and curls it against the outside of the post. I think that would have brought that, the that looked house. in. That looked in. That oh, all in. the way. That had just brought the house down if that had gone. It was ridiculous. But um, yeah, three one, and off the back of that chance, you think okay. Um, fine. Sorry, Dave, no. can I just interrupt you? I just got the numbers for the first half. They're quite absurd, actually. We had 14 shots in the first half and the next year, 1.35. Um, we're going to talk about Blackburn's incredibly good finishing, but they're only point, uh, point four two XG in the in yeah, the first the, half. So, sorry, continue, Dave. Yeah, I, I think, and I can't, I can't remember really them being that threatening after we got, I mean, it's still quite early on, wasn't it? 25 minutes, did we go 3-1 up? I can't recall... Blackburn after after our third goal between there and half time really causing this much problem and you think oh maybe you know we've taken the sting because they were playing some nice stuff at times but maybe we're taking the sting out of it but um you know fair play to Thomason at half time he made a couple of um he made a couple of switches oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. made a couple of switches including taking off Sigurdsson not sure whether he had an injury or not he got booked didn't he he to be fair he got booked so maybe that was an easy choice I thought he looked both both players went off had been booked in the first half yeah 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 um and um uh who came on Hedges and who didn't last long actually Hedges and Dolan came on and they certainly made a difference yeah. Um, into the second half and here come Blackburn. And uh, we've got the still up if you're watching on YouTube. I don't think there's a hell of a lot wrong. I think this is a brilliant cross by Callum Britton, Joe. Um, what's your take? I think the, the only issue I had from behind the goal, and I, I haven't really seen the proper replays of it, is that Hladki sort of does... Yeah. Does, doesn't do one or the other. So you either come for the ball and you clear them out or you stay on your line and get your feet set. He sort of half comes. So when the ball does hit, I, th- I think when that was a Harry Clark own goal, when the ball does hit Clark, he, hasn't, he isn't set to save it. And the ball just drifts past him. Where had he had he just said, right, I'm not going to come and get this. I'm going to get ready to try and save this. I think he'd have saved it. But he sort of ends in, puts himself in no man's land, really, I'd say, on that one. Yeah, it's he's a Dave, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good. It's a, again, it's another one of those. He puts it in a. He puts it in a really good area. But Joe's right. I think I spoke to my lad about this earlier on and said, "Do you think looking at it?" Because I look look back at the goals for tonight and I said, "Like he could do, could do more there." And I said, "I think you should come and clear them both out because ultimately, when that goal goes in, it's probably five yards out. So he's yeah, he's that's totally down to him because again, you've got to give you know props to the to the ball in. But yeah, I think he's a bit. Joe's right. He's a bit flat footed there. Clark's just and- done. Clark doesn't do too much wrong. He's just unlucky. No, and the defensive line's not not terrible. No, no. When, you, when you look at it, he's just dropped it in a mm. nice place. And come back complete. And this is a really oh. good goal, isn't it, Dave? Um, so I said Smodic loves playing against us. Yes. But um, this was absolutely brilliant. Oh, it's a lovely move, though, Ben. It's a really nice move between... Um, um, the the right side of play, Mark Mark Candy was it? Mark Candy, oh, right okay. well, from Spurs, yeah, 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 yeah. Who yeah. sort of tricks his way along the line, sort of gets a ball into Leonard. It's really clever from Leonard. What you don't see there, he sort of like as a ball comes to him, he sort of almost he's almost out of his stride, but he sort of shuffles it. It's, it's kind of disguised sort of pass, shuffles it to Smodix. 
I mean, Williams is there. Is he touched or can he be touched tight there? Because he is right on the edge of the box. And Smodix is a clever player. He drops you know. his shoulder the other way and then goes. Uh, clever. And he it, himself yeah, I, I think he, the problem he, Williams is he has to protect that ball out. He does. That he one does. more ball. But, yeah. but, but Smodix comes in so well. And I think you just, have to, you just have to back your keeper from that range but that's a brilliant there's, there's, finish, yeah. but there's nothing yeah. like you do but i think as no. a defender you just have to think like yeah you do I, you do i've got to, um, i've got to block this pass because if it goes through to him he'll definitely score and he's got a lot of work to do there you're right that work brilliant and as a defender you can't legislate for the quality of that strike i i you know smodix is a he's a wind-up merger maybe that's yeah, obviously the colchester thing and everything else but i really like him as a player i do like smodix yeah yeah, he's, it's, it's, it's yeah a, he's really got something about him obviously he's a can be a little, yeah a knob stuff but yeah <laughs> yeah he is he's he's a good player yeah um, Joe so Dave's already said at the top of the show that he felt not anxiety or you know oh this is done now the momentum's swung the other way how are you feeling at three three um I I think just frustrated because it mm. like we should have been more than three one up at half time it's that could have been four or even five at half time and then we had that chance straight after the break where there's a good ball that. through and sort of Hurst sort of rolls it back into Broadhead's path but, and another good save. And it's just like, this game should be over. But Blackburn, I don't know, they they were quite happy to turn the game into a basketball game, weren't they? Of just, you attack, we attack. And that second half, like the first half, I thought we were, I thought we were brilliant in the first half. Some of the best foot we've played in a long time. And the second half, we still attacked really well, but because they just left us spaces, they were happy to just leave Broadhead to pick the ball up on its, on his own in, in loads of space and make things happen. But it was just like, we're just going to try and outscore you in this half. And I'd say that, that the game could have finished 7-3 yesterday or 8-4. Eight, eight, it, it was one of those games. It was just so open in that second half. I'll tell you what we should have said. We should have said about that chance because, I, I mean, that was ridiculous because we said about Broadheads, broad, broad, Broadheads um, shot they hit the post at the end of the first half. Oh, my word. If that goal had gone, if that goal at the start of the second half had gone in when the keeper just saved it low down, the move for that was just, mad absolutely crazy but yeah it was as joe said joe's right you 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 kind of not not anxious but kind of frustrated because and 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 as the manager said afterwards it could have been six or seven three that game you know really really could have been and not glaring misses as such a bit of bad luck here and there but joe this team just wins so we 20 from 23 games and um we talked about muscle memory and momentum and things that People kind of poke fun at and sneer at, but they're just very real at the moment. And here comes uh, Amari Hutchison and Massimo Luongo. By the way, promo code Massimo for the next 10 tickets for the Blue Money Live show on October the 7th for games. <laughs> uh, Preston, Luke Chambers will be there. But Joe, take me through this 7th. Well, at this point, Amari Hutchison had come on and he looked really sharp, really bright. And done in the world of good, that Southampton game, hasn't it? Yeah, and he's just, I don't know, he's looking like we've got a real high, high quality loan player on our hands now for the next few months this season. And I'd say he just does really well, keeps the ball in the box, sort of manages to drive right in the box, but nothing quite opens up for him. So he then sort of drops the ball back to Harness, who sort of just floats across into a dangerous area, which pairs can only punch away, drops to Luongo, who just takes a touch. And it looked... It looked more sort of like a scuffed shot at first, and it's sort of like in the first time I saw it. But when you see it back, it, I think it's a well, like I say, he's he's sort of like almost like pushes it into that top corner, doesn't he? And it's a it's a brilliant brilliant finish. Keeps got absolutely no chance, and it's just a big player coming up with another big moment, which he's done a few times 
old Massimo for us since he signed, and you know, he was the fourth of the January. We made four January that signings, was a which great have, tweet. Yeah, so talk about all, that. Joe. Yeah, so we, we've had all this talk about how that was the best transfer window in history. Those four, they came in and they all <laughs> made a massive impact into better through, than Vidic in every yeah, yeah. Through well for this for the season that it was because they they took a while to settle, but but they literally just came in, all hit the ground running, and just drove us over the line. And with those four in the team, with like I say, this run of. 20 wins for 23 games basically features all four of those players in all the wins and they've come in and the four goal scorers yesterday in the re- the reverse order of when they signed wow was yeah. um ah. I don't know how the club admin got hold of that, but if, if that someone gave great. that to him, that is a great tweet that they something that they it seems put out. something like the renegade stat man would have picked up on. It, yeah, yeah, quite sure. Right. Stat yeah. Would have T- today he noted that um it's the first time we've had two Ipswich born goal scorers in the squad since Jason Dazelle and Kieran Dyer in ninety seven ninety eight. So hmm. we've had a done with Keith in ninety seven ninety eight. Another one couldn't we <laughs> first first time ever that the first four home games have averaged over twenty eight thousand as well. There was another one. Do you know what about momentum and stuff? And again, something something when I haven't seen Luongo's goal um back last night. Um how momentum and small margins in seasons and players. Panucci camera against Cheltenham, identical position, last kick of the game, hits the inside of the post, goes out. I mean, that was, that no, was no, a live show that night, wasn't it? No, no, it was, but it's exactly the same, isn't it? He was in exactly the same position. I think it's pretty much the same. I think he takes it down and sort of slices it away from the keeper. So small margins, but again, the technique for that goal was fantastic. But my God, what a game he had yesterday. And Morsey, and Morsey again was on a level, but Luongo just, he just amazes me. He's just a fantastic player at that level. Let's. Um, let's start wrapping this up now because we've gone over half hour, probably just me shouting stuff and being hyper for the whole show. <laughs> so, um, let's just have a look at the numbers. You're going to love this XG, Dave. 3.03 um, plays 0.92. So fair play to Blackburn. Their final ball and their finishing was absolutely on point yesterday. Ipswich Town, 29 shots. <laughs> Um, in the game, absolutely brilliant. Only 40% possession, actually. So, um, Dave, uh, I know it, and I can't believe I'm saying this given how depressing it was doing these podcasts sometimes. It's getting boring, but can you try and summarise? Well, it's getting boring. I think you could safely say that Portman Road is the place to be for entertainment. That's 19-1-9 goals scored in the last three home league games. I mean, it's just... Can I give give a counterpoint to that, Dave? I know I I said I was about to shut up, but I'm not. Because our good friend Chris has given me this. Um, Our defending is actually bad when you look at the goals against... um, and the last time we let nine goals in in three straight oh, okay. home games was a Paul Cook special, MK 2-2, Wimbledon 2-2 and Bolton 5-2. 5-2. And before that, you're going back to 2011. And I don't want to mention this game, but I'm going to. Borough 3-3, Norwich, and Preston 2-1. So uh, maybe parlay that into your, into your answer in terms of the, the, the goals against. But I think when you think about the game state of... Obviously, there's seven goals gone in against with, with Leeds and with Blackburn. Doesn't really bother me. Not, not really. Not, not really. You know, we'll score, we'll score more goals. You know, one more than you, sort of thing. But when I, when I think back at those goals, I mean, the Leeds goals, we all said they're all pretty much fantastic goals, weren't they? Um, Cardiff. We spoke about the Ramsey goal. Absolutely brilliant, brilliant finish. And honestly. Other than that second goal yesterday, they were good goals as well. 
we aren't really. So I don't think don't think necessarily we're letting in soft goals, but as you quite rightly said, who cares when and well, other than the leads other than the leads game when we're um you know, we're coming out on we're coming out on top of these games. And it's really quite odd that we've conceded all these goals at home, yet away we've only conceded one in And four. Dave as well, can I come in again? I think at the end of the season we're gonna look back and all the teams that play open against Leeds are going to concede goals like that because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. their front oh, four's better than oh, everybody uh, else. Showed again. I mean, you know, showed they're playing fairly high quality team yesterday. Well, so what we would say would be a certainly competitive. We'll get onto a competitive team yesterday and turned them over royally, didn't they? But um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's just it's just. You just can't wait for, for you know, those no. Saturdays of Portman Road to come round because you just know what you're going to get. It's absolutely brilliant. Joe? Yeah, and it's just, well, how long can it continue? The, yeah. Neil's, Neil's made the point on there, sort of away from home, we're sort of 1-0, 1-0, 1-0. at home, it's 3-4, 3-2, 3-3. Why is that happening? We don't know. But I thought in that first half yesterday, we were just totally running over Blackburn, like the way we were running over like Forest Green and Morecambe last year in, in that run at the end of the season. We, they just could not live with us at all in an attacking sense. Yeah, uh, we're in the top six most of yeah. last season. And mm. the only the only difference is that they do have the quality. So when they catch you on the break, they can score. And that, that was the difference. But I, like I say, it was incredible how we just went over them. And you, and you, look, in, you look in the championship and you look around at the teams that are... Mm sort of expect to do well at the top of the league this year that spent some big money and stuff. And you think, really, like, we're better than a lot of these teams, aren't we? But you've you've got the problem. You've got the parachute. You've got Leeds who are sort of coming up there now. You've got Leicester. You've got... I'm I'm changing my mind on Leicester now. I'm I'm seeing high 80s or... I'm starting to get convinced by them now, Joe. The only, the only I, I just whenever I've watched them, they haven't looked very good. Even against Southampton, where they won four one, I, I thought they were quite poor that night. Just Southampton were so worse. But they they are going to get better, and they've managed to win seven out of eight games whilst looking poor. <laughs> so when we're talking, oh well, we only need to do one point four points per game to get seventy five. They're they're having those same conversations, and it's almost like as things get better, they they should click and they should sort of. And they signed move on from there. England and they've already won seven million quid. And England centre midfielder for ten million quid. They've got Jamie Vardy and Jewsbury Hall, and you know all of that stuff, Joe. Yeah, Yeah. they look. uh, Oh no, only sorry, Joe. Go on. You know they are they are good, and like I say, you expect them to improve, don't you? And they're improving from a base. It's not like if Russell Martin can get Southampton to improve and they've got 10 points from eight games, they've got 21 points from eight games to improve from. So they're not, they're not playing catch up at all. Even like Daniel Farker's lead side, they're, they're still playing catch up currently, aren't they? But Leicester are not. They, um, and apparently I know they only won with a penalty yesterday, but all, all accounts, they absolutely dominated that game. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. 
NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wes Burns running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think. Well, shall we get into it? I've just got the table up there. This absurd start. and We've got uh, cream. <laughs> uh, it's ludicrous, isn't it? Well, we're the um, number one winning streak now, aren't we? We've um, No one can match our four wins in a row and a nine-point week, I believe, in the championship. The last time we did that was one of mixed super fast starts. Barnsley, Millwall, Brentford, uh, 20... Oh, yes. And... 15. No, 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 2017, yeah, 17. And I dare say our XG, no offence, Mick, was slightly different um, in the three games we've won this week. Than, so I, I remember uh, a couple of quite lucky wins, actually all three of them that week, Barnsley, Millwall and... Um, Brent, I remember. Spence against Millwall. Uh, yeah, right, look, let's, um, let's move on. We'll get into the little roundup of the championship results and then... We will get into your questions, but let me just bang through the scores and uh, the boys uh, will have their say. Um, loads of good questions have come in already. If you fancy copying and pasting them and putting them back in when we go to Q&A, that would help me out grandly. And if you're watching live on YouTube at the moment, please do hit the thumbs up button. Helps us lovely. Uh, Friday night, bit of a bore draw, Birmingham oh. QPR. Can I just reiterate, if we are Birmingham for the rest of the season... We will get into the playoffs. I'm just gonna that is the hill I'm prepared to die on now. Um Leeds three, Watford nil. We just mentioned them, but they are getting into gear. Farker plus year one parachute payment equals 90 points, probably. Uh Leicester one, Bristol City nil. Joe's just mentioned that. Middlesbrough two, Southampton one, Southampton are rubbish, and it was Plymouth six. <laughs> Need your other hand, Joe. Oh. Plymouth six. We're getting hang. Let me see if I can get any higher. Plymouth, Plymouth six. In brackets, S I X. Close bracket. <laughs> Teleprinter six. S I X. Yeah. Plymouth, Plymouth six. Nor- <laughs> Norwich two. Um, I always love Plymouth. I loved them all of last season <laughs> when they were beating us to the title. Though, um, what a result that is! God, Rotherham one, Preston one. Preston aren't top anymore. Uh, Swansea 3, Sheffield Wednesday nil. another of our League 1 compadres from last season. West Brom nil, Millwall nil. We all could have predicted that before the game. Rowett and Corberon. Stoke 1, Hull 3. Someone might want to pick up on that being October 3rd. We are playing Hull down at Port Moreau. They're looking good. What a week for Cardiff. Nine points as well. And they've gone to Sunderland and maybe um, smashed and grabbed it. Dave. 
don't make me scream it again. What do you want to talk about there? <laughs> yeah, I think the West Brom Millwall nil nil was, as you say, fairly predictable. I mean, no, that was kind of low because we're looking at the scores and someone said, I'm, I'm Norwich are 2 0 down. Oh, hang on, it's three. And then just on half time, actually, it's four. And then sort of came back after half time. That was five now. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. Um, Whatever happened for because they got um Plymouth got royally turned over at Bristol City and were really poor by all accounts. I mean, I think some changes were made for that particular game. Seven. But, yeah, so yeah, I thought so. Um, yeah, I'm right back. I mean, obviously Whitaker was at it. He, I think he scored his first ever hat trick. We know how highly rated he was in League One, in League One for a time last year. But um, I think in in deference to our um our rivals up the road. Um, I think they've, they're certainly suffering, certainly suffering with some injuries as well. They, certainly. They've been unlucky. Haven't they? And Barnes yeah, has done his knee ligaments now. Haven't yeah. They? Yeah. And really, yeah, I think so to be fair, but however, let's enjoy it whilst it, you know, whilst it kind of, kind of lasts. Um, yeah. A proper left field result, uh, result that one. Um, just quickly, yeah. Preston dropping points. Preston obviously dropping points, which enabled us to go second. They've got a really interesting week coming up. So that week of our live show, when we play Preston at home um, on the Saturday, the midweek before, um, they've done. got Leicester away. Yeah. Nice so couple of easy games for those that two. That will yeah. be a, a fair marker of where, um, of where they are, for sure. Anything standing out for you this week, um, Joe? There's one thing, but just quickly, in the Norwich-Plymouth game, <laughs> Onel Hernandez, who's just an absolute knob, he has his, <laughs> does these um, stupid TikTok videos about st- like Ipswich and stuff like that. But when... Um, oh, five, Barley Mumba, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. At 5-1, yeah. Barley Mumba gives away a penalty, and um, at 5-1 down, this is, he runs over to Mumba and gives him like some stick in his face and like, <laughs> slaps him on his face. And it's like, come on, mate, know, know your place, you absolute knobber there. But... Um, yeah, Leeds, I think please, Leeds. Please, this Watford. guy is not coming on in the local derby. He's please very quick. Him. Oh, can you imagine it? Oh, yeah. don't. Um, don't. Leeds free Watford nil. That's a that's a, a yeah, sign statement. that they are well and back because Watford have looked decent under Ishmael, I think. But yeah. no, he is. They, they are they are on their way, aren't they? They're on their way. Um, guys, get involved now. Q and A time. Get your questions in. By the way, in the live chat, you can vote in the poll, which was today, uh, with skipper Sam Morsey suspended for Huddersfield. Who would you like to see stand in for him? 8% say Cameron Humphreys. 15% say Don Bull. 19% say Lee Evans. Dave, 58%. Say Jack Taylor. Um, well, well, the live chat would like to see stand in for Sammy Morsey in Huddersfield. Um, get your questions in, and we'll just get uh, Dave's thoughts on that. Yeah, I think that's probably that would probably be my choice. I mean, you, you know, you pay over what, a million and a half apparently for, for 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 him, so he has to step up sometimes. I mean, obviously, like we said said right at the start, he played, he started against Southampton, struggled a bit. I'm not. Terrific game, struggled a bit, I felt, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see him in centre mid um, alongside, certainly alongside Luongo. Obviously, he was alongside Morsey the other night, alongside Luongo. So um, yeah, I, I think if he starts, I'll be more than happy with that. He probably deserves his deserves his chance. Uh, Paul, question for Ben: You've been talking about momentum from last season. Does this run deliver its own momentum now? Momentum squared. Yes, absolutely. Yes, a thousand times. Yes, I was at Southampton on Tuesday and 
I think we're already seeing it, aren't we? Uh, Joe, Philip, I wonder how much more the Ipswich squad is now worth, great point, than it was at the start of this season. We talked about Broadhead and Davis particularly. Um, any other kind of left field assets that have increased in value, you think, Joe, apart from Hladke? <laughs> Quite I'd, dramatically. <laughs> I'd, I'd guess because you have to sort of look at the age of the players as well, don't you? Because obviously someone like Burgess has been excellent and big, tall, left-footed centre-half. There's not many of those, but then he's 28 and you, he's probably not a player that's going to be primed for transfer, but obviously his centre-back partnership, Luke Wolfenden, is just stepping up to the championship as well, isn't he? And so that young player, the one that still takes responsibility, sits on the ball there. But yeah, him, Davis, Nathan Broadhead, he must... Uh, Broadhead's a funny one because he's... Sort of a lot older than you think he is because he hasn't played much football. But yeah, but Joe, he, he might get every, ten goals. He is every inch a championship player, isn't he? Yeah, and and he's proved it at Sunderland in sort of whenever the sort of a good side of League One at Wigan. Here, he he is just superb, and obviously his <coughs> sorry, um, going on the international scene, scoring a big goal there and playing for Wales as well. It all helps with that. But no, he's he's the one, isn't he, at the moment? Uh, Dave, Chap- I think Chaplin. I think Chaplin as well. The difficulty with Chaplin, Dave, if he's he's been in the division before, do, do you know what I mean? Whereas a few others are they're kind of like fresh goods; <clears throat> they're doing it for the first time. But I take and what, what I would say about Chaplin: if his effort against Sunderland and his effort against Southampton had gone in, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the guaranteed move in January. Stratospheric, right. yeah. Uh, Dave, Paul, why was Clark substituted when Davis was showing signs of struggling? Yeah, I, I, that, do you know what? I think they were having some. Um, they were certainly having some joy down that down that side second half. Um, I know that we didn't mention Laggy save from Leonard's header when I think it was Picker in the fullback. Um, as well, again, another really nice slick Blackburn move. Um, certainly got goal side of Clark with the cross in and um, great save, great save from Laggy low down. So. Yeah, I think I think perhaps there was a bit of that, you know, maybe I know with he's, he's had this supposed long-standing Achilles injury, which certainly didn't look like it manifested itself again yesterday. But, you know, again, um, you know, Williams came on. It was fairly early, wasn't it? On the, was that on the hour, I think, maybe? Um, again, you know, Williams came on and, again, did, did, did fine. So I don't think there's anything too much to read in there other than probably just protecting him. The amount of effort Clark put in on Tuesday night was unbelievable as well. The yeah. amount of running he did there, he might have only had and an hour in him. Left it back was... and facing Kyle Walker-Peters as well. Because yeah. we don't normally make changes that early at about an hour, do we? So it, it did almost feel, whilst maybe not pre-planned, but sort of yeah. an element of that. But I, I did think Davis was struggling. Him and Broadhead down that left-hand side looked really out of puff for a long time. And sort of the second and third goals all came down that left-hand side. And I think they were getting yeah. a lot of joy down there. And at the end of the game, Davis just collapsed into a heap <laughs> on the floor, didn't he? He obviously he was well, had, had given everything that game. But I don't know. It was a, it was one that I was thinking, oh, surely Davis, you want to get him off because he's struggling big time. But not to be. Um Rich is asking Farker's touch. If you haven't seen that on social media, Leeds manager Daniel Farker, who it's now easier to like, isn't it? Let's just be honest. Pulls one out of the sky beautifully. I will raise it. Carlo Ancelotti did do one in a beautiful suit in the burner bow and a couple of kick-ups and then flip it back into the guy taking the... Oh, I once, well. When Glenn Hoddle was England manager, I once saw him um, catch one on his neck out of the, um, <laughs> out of the sky. Um, any questions about Wolves? We'll do in a minute. Um, does Ben have any chamomile tea? No, I'm going to main... Lo- no, let's move on. Um, I'm over from NYC for the next three games oh. and Blue Monday Live. Anyone fancy a beer? Yes, wow. we will see you on the 7th 
Um, Steve, <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Joe, Luton, Burnley and Sheffield United in bottom three of the Premier League. Looking forward to promotion. Well, there, there is that, but, you know, you did... Can only think, can only fight think, the battles you're in at the moment, can't yeah, you? Yeah, there are sort of like Sheffield United are just gave up almost before they got promoted. When you mm. see their and business, they, they sold yeah. their best, they sold their two best players for nothing because they didn't want to they didn't want to run a contract down. It's like, oh come on, you're in the Premier League now, just sort it. But no, their, their owners got they've managed to find the only Saudi who hasn't struck oil to be <laughs> their owner, and um, yeah, they just they just got no money. And Luton have clearly taken this as a we're just going to go up, get the money, take the money, build the stadium, build the squad to be a strong championship team next year. And anything more than that would be a bit of a miracle, really, of how they've recruited. But no, I, I think we'd go up in a, a lot better shape than them. Right. The We're going to do two more questions, but they're the same questions. And I'll get both of your takes on this because I'm interested in this. Matt and uh, Rando are basically asking about Hutchinson um, and... Um, Wes Burns and that kind of position um, and whether he's ready to go in. I think we're in a lovely position with that because you've got a player who's very steady and settled and has just improved mm. loads, hasn't he? But if this guy is, you know, worth the hype, in the end he'll play him uh, out of the team, won't he? I mean, he's, he's a wild card. He's a proper wild card. He is he is supremely talented, Hutchinson. And he really showed it, you know, yesterday. I mean, he was just, you know, at times, perhaps a little bit um, selfish at times, Joe, maybe yesterday. He perhaps showed his inexperience a bit when perhaps he could have passed, but shot a bit, not out of my completely down the other end. I didn't quite see, but that was sort of consensus I got from one or two one or two um of my pals who were in the in the Sabobi stand sort of saying that yeah maybe he could have laid it off but shot instead. But again that's just an example of his confidence. I mean he is a scary sight actually running a running at a full because he's got the ability he's got the ability to go either way, left yeah, I think predominantly left footed but he's got the ability to drop his shoulder and go right or left. Um yeah, we have got a little gem there. However, um yeah, he's still very much, um, I say, a gem that perhaps still needs needs polishing, so to speak. So I still see Burns. Um, I still see Burns starting for certainly for the next couple of games. I don't see why not. If he's what do you think, Joe? Yeah, no, I tend to agree with a lot of what Dave has said there. But Burns has been such a sort of big player for us, such a big game player as well. He's always popped up with the um, with the sort of moments when when you've needed them for, throughout his time here, and he still seems to be sort of roasting fullbacks in this league and doing doing well. So it's, it's not like the step up has got to him. I say the only the only thing that probably plays against him at the moment is in previous year he's always been sort of almost at times like a right wing back and helped out he quite a lot. Plays two positions, doesn't he? Yeah, helped out quite a lot defensively with it as well, which is obviously something that he's probably better suited to than Hutchison. But we seem to have gone away from that a little bit there where Clark is sort of left to a his own devices and just have to go one-on-one against people on that right-hand side. So whilst Burns isn't doing as much of that now, that probably, so the role is probably getting, turning into one that maybe will suit Hutchinson more over the next few months of the season, but we'll we'll see. I think you're right there, Joe. I think, you know, Clark, in def- no, no. Again, this is no knock knock against Danassian. He's been an absolute, absolutely fantastic. But he's just, uh, he is just that upgrade physically, um, you know, physically and probably, um, yeah, all round, you know, all round athleticism. He is just that upgrade on Danassian. So I think Joe's right. Perhaps we have, you know, he doesn't, um, uh, you know, the manager doesn't feel that he needs that um, so much cover as we did as we did in last season. Brilliant stuff, guys. Thank you for all of your questions. We. 
we've got an extra space there so we're going to bring Who's in that? richard ah. um who's going to tell us a bit more about the live event and a little bit about um a high scoring win for the ladies today yeah, I I've enjoyed the pod, guys. It's um, really cracking, and thank you everyone for it. Numbers are good as well, so thank you everyone for joining in. It's like this week's pod is brought to you by the number six and the word knobber, which I very much enjoy. Joe, <laughs> lash. Haven't heard that for a while. Lash. Yeah, uh, the women won eight nil today, by the way. So I've seen fifteen Ipswich, well, fi- fifteen goals in Ipswich Town matches this week, uh, which is pretty good. And Natasha Thomas got four of them. So yeah, w- women's team. If you want to see goals on a Sunday as well as a Saturday, then head down to the AGL. There's plenty going on there. But um, there's still a few of the Massimo promo tickets left, by the way, folks. So if you there's a link in the description if you're watching live on YouTube. So uh, use the code Massimo at checkout and you get 50% off while stocks last. But you guys have mentioned Chambo. Uh, really excited to hear from him. But we've got all kinds of other stuff and giveaways. If you want a Blue Monday t-shirt like Ben and Dave, by the way, 20% off in the merch store as well. All kinds of stuff going on at the moment. But yeah, we'll have giveaways. Uh, I think we might have one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Getting the guns out. Um, more more surprises on the night, I'm Lovely. sure. Uh, um, and also, if you don't want to head back into Ipswich, we know there was a bit of a time lag last time and that wasn't for everyone's taste. Uh, the club have been really generous and let us hang out at BT's as long as we want. <laughs> That's the word of the week, isn't it? So, uh, And they'll have Portman pies and all sorts. So have a, come and join us for a, a, a beer in the Greyhound before, beforehand. Um, I'll make Gab Sutton's coming down for the game as well, so he'll be around for that. Enjoy the game, top of the table clash, one all draw, and then join us in BT's, <laughs> and then 7.30 start for Blue Monday Live, and yeah, um, tickets are available right up until the day, so um, unless they sell out, which um, you never know. Um, so don't, yeah, avoid disappointment, get your tickets now. But yeah, all very exciting, and need to give a shout out to Innovation Labs as well, um, our oh. partner for the for the flagship Sorry, show, and all, all that do stuff. Still, that's fine, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm we here. No, that's fine. No. no, that's all right. It's all good. We know. Pete, I'm sure. Pete, 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 Pete loves it. AI, centre of excellence. AI, centre of excellence. We saw Mikey yesterday. He was in good form as well, Mikey, wasn't he? So, yeah, I think, and yeah, he's, usual. In his training top. He, he did look classy in his training top, didn't he? he so, did. Yeah, I think I've done, I've, I think, yeah, any questions, just tweet us, I think. Or... Are you going to stay on for the Wolves chat then, Rich? I'll do some Wolves chat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe, did you want to sing the word that's the pre- the premium code. Massimo. Can we get the get the riff in? Do you think, yeah, do you think... I think uh, should start with Ben and go through the, the screen. <laughs> no, it's, it's just got disaster written. Can no. we just blame kind of internet time lag? So, um, Rich and Seb will deal with Huddersfield. Can I just ask a question to the chat here quickly? Um, would you rather face Huddersfield... With Neil Warnock managing them, or Darren Moore, just get your answers in the chat there. I think I know where it's going to go, but interested to see. Obviously, uh, Huddersfield go to Coventry tomorrow night, tomorrow. and good old Darren Moore is back in. But um, yeah, get you, get your answers in there, and I'll I'll flash a few up. Um, Joe, Wolves aren't very good by Premier League terms, but they're obviously better than us. What's the Loads of people are asking about Tuan Zabi and um, Walton and, you know, Morsi. What, what's the approach for Wolves? I, I think we go with what we've done in the previous rounds, really, where you, you make the 10 changes, 10, 11 changes, because you just want to keep going with the league form and 
that you've the way you keep your squad, your big squad happy is by giving them these games. And once you stop doing that, it makes it very difficult to keep those players happy, keep those players fit, keep those players biting at the heels of the first team. So I would be saying the only the only thing is you've got Morsey suspension to deal with here now. So maybe rather than sort of 10, 11 changes from yesterday's team for Tuesday, it becomes 10, 10 11 changes from Tuesday's team for Saturday, if that makes sense. So where you'd have probably played Jack Taylor on Tuesday, maybe you play Sam Morsey instead of Jack Taylor on Tuesday so that Taylor is then left fit. and Because it, it's not just playing the game on the Tuesday, it's the fact that on the Wednesday you then don't have a full training session and with the with the first team as well there. So it's a... Uh, it's, it's a difficult one, but I'd, I'd, I'd be looking to make 11 changes between the Wolves game and the Huddersfield game. What do you, what do you think, um, Dave, that Tuesday night's going to look like? Yeah, I think, they'll, I, I think they'll go the same. And I tend to agree with Joe that, um, yeah, it wouldn't be such a bad thing if we saw Morsey there and thus protecting. So, the, is there not the an 50- argument, Dave, to give him, um, bear, bearing in mind it's a three-game week, the other end as well with Hull and... Preston, is there not an argument to give him a clear, entirely clear run at that? And give him possibly, that possibly, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, there's still if we've got a, a, a wealth of talent in them, well, a wealth of resources there. And we've obviously got Lee Evans there, Cam Humphreys can sit on ball. So we have got we have got alternatives there. But yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if um, if they made that switch and you know left Taylor out and Morsey played. Sam Morsey was a youth player at Wolves, so maybe he'll want to. Well, I'm sure he'll want to play. I'm sure he wants to play every game, but he'll be in McKenzie. Yeah, he's here, bringing but... out the origin story here. <laughs> but, but 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 central midfield is like Dave mentions. That is the position where we can, we have got the bodies to to not need to play him or Taylor. Yeah. Or Luongo. There there is a, there is a good enough squad below that that can play. Um, what do you think, Rich? And uh, I don't know, but it's been fairly split. I reckon it's 60-40 would rather face Darren Moore, which is which is good because that's who we're going to face because Warnock's gone. But my point was, I'd much rather face Darren Moore than Neil Warnock. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Uh, I'm. We'll, we'll talk about it more on Thursday, but I've always kind of been on the fence about Darren Moore. Although certainly at Sheffield Wednesday, I didn't really feel like a fit. I thought his Doncaster team was really good, actually, weren't they? And his West Brom team was you know, defy, tried to defy the odds, nearly did. Lark they? Rich, their last game was against us. They were rubbish, honestly, and they had I, really good players as well. Yeah, I know, but they nearly stayed up, didn't they, in the Premier League? And that would have been a fairy tale story. But I, it, it's not the same, is it? And and that Warnock effect is is good for a few points, isn't it? And it's it's changed as well. I'm not sure whether Darren Moore is going to play the same style. We know that he quite likes quite like possession didn't he at Doncaster obviously Sheffield Wednesday a little bit more direct and physical and it's just going to take time for that yeah for his approach to land there isn't it so I think it's a good time to play them we seem to be playing teams at good times at the moment we talked about Cardiff haven't lost a game since they beat since we beat them and they've on an amazing run so we seem to be playing Southampton as well teams just at the right time the only Sorry. unfortunate one was bloody Leeds, wasn't it? The yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be the really worst time to play Leeds. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I think in terms of Wolves as well, more imminently, I think there's a few players who we think are back in training and Walton and Danassian might be one or two of those. So they, it might be interesting to see if they, if Walton makes his return as well, puts the pressure a little bit more on Hladke. Um And obviously Freddie Ladapo is probably going to be the forward, isn't he? Because Scarlett's cup tied. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how Jackson's he gets on. Jackson's carrying an injury, isn't he? And Jackson's, Jackson's injured, injured, yeah. 
I mean, I think as, as, as you know, the difference this season is whatever side we put out is going to be competitive side, isn't it? It's going to be a competitive side and it's going to be an exper- you know, a reasonably experienced side as well. Which is, Do you reckon Wolves will look at it as an opportunity for progression in the competition though, Dave? I guess if you're a Premier League team who, I know Wolves might struggle this season, but if you're a team that is looking, you know, is not going to do much in the league and you're a Premier League team, you'd be looking for a Carling Cup semi-final, wouldn't you? I wonder I whether they think, might take it seriously. I don't think teams like that care. I, I just no, think they're not. They, I don't just do, think, no. they just do what they want to do until they get, maybe get if they go into the quarterfinals. Maybe at that point they might think. Oh, right, yeah, right, but yeah. then Man City, Liverpool, Man United are still going to win yeah. it, aren't they? Yeah, at, at, yeah. at this stage, at this stage of the tournaments, you just play the team you want to play for your reasons, and then if you end up in a decent position, you maybe mm. readjust at that point. It feels like they're in like a reset year with their FFP um, bottom line and they've just got to get to the end of the season in 17th, get one good year of accounts in yep. and build back. So I'm not sure they're going to care, but like if, if Joe's saying, we're, you know, which I tend to agree with, there's going to be double-digit number of just- changes, then they should have enough to, to beat us. But if we beat Huddersfield on Saturday, no one's going to care about that, Dave. Just great you get a Premier League team there under the Portman Road True. lights, isn't it? You know, um, crikey, we've had we've had starved of success, but I can remember in the dim and distant past the resounding 2-0 win over a fairly weak Man United side. I can remember that. Um, go, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, it would just be nice to get, a, like I said, Raymond van der Howe, Jordi Cruyff. Jordi I think Paul Cruyff. Skulls Paul might Skulls have come on. Paul I think Skulls, so. I think. He came on, didn't Maurice, he? I don't know whether Maurice. he... Yeah, I don't know yeah. whether he started, but yeah. yeah, yeah. And on yeah, the yes. flip side of the Man United spectrum, I think the anniversary of that four nil was it three three nil defeat in the League Cup when Mick rotated the whole team at Old Trafford. That was uh, that was Tommy an, Orr. Uh, there's an anniversary Your of that a few worth. weeks ago, wasn't it? Malarchik and yeah. Peter Malarchik. Oh, that was Josh, last. Josh Yorworth. Josh Yorworth. Crawley's finest. Did they not start with Rooney and Martial? <laughs> I think we knew the writing was on the wall when we saw our line. Wayne Rooney. Store. Yeah, <laughs> Rooney and Martial. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah. um, guys, I think that'll just about do us. Rich, are we going to do anything for the Wolves game or just wait for the preview show? Uh, we'll wait for the... Uh, yeah, we haven't got anything midweek, I think, but we'll wait. We'll chat about it on Thursday, definitely. And yeah. in the meantime, if anyone's got any ideas of what we might put out on Tuesday, <laughs> let us know. Uh, Joe's going to do... We'll just do a video of Joe saying the word la- lash in different ways. Oh, okay. and <laughs> nobber. Uh, see, if, if anyone can make a song out of my different pictures of the word six um, earlier in the show... and completely... I'm going to put that on TikTok, by the way. Oh, Sorry. don't. Norwich no, fans right. will brutalise me, all won't right. they? Oh, dear Re- me. Revolution. Oh, yeah, um, Revolution number six. Yeah, right. Um, thank you, everybody, in the chat. Um, hit thumbs up before you go. Thank you for everybody listening on delay. As you can see, we're having a lovely old time doing this, and we're going to damn well enjoy it. Is it interesting that... Many people tweeted me when we were losing for ten years. I get a lot of, I get a lot of narky tweets now, which is quite, um, quite fun. Let's just say. Um, last word from you, Joe. Might be Massimo. I don't know, but last word from you. No, no, I've, I've done my <laughs> my quota of Massimo for today. So I'll just say, aha, aha, nice. Um, but Joe, um, David Diamond's going to be at Blue Monday Live on October the seventh. Promo code Massimo. I'm going to be. No, I'm going to be at Blue Monday Live. I'm making my uh, my way debut next Saturday at Huddersfield. First trip wow. for me to Huddersfield. So away debut. So any of the guys listening up there, tell us Jamie's where to brother's be. wedding. Um, I will. I'm um, out. 
I'll try to get along somewhere for a bit, although it'll only be the one because I'm driving. And it on... looks, like looks like I might be picking up, because of the train situation, Mikey Penty Smith and his oh, pal on the way, potentially. Oh, he's oh, mugged you off there. Right, get get a pair of look, earphones hey. and just play um, like rain noise into your ears all, 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 all journey and just ignore him, yeah? Last, last time I went to Huddersfield, I, did, I saw Mullet pre-match for a pint. I think it was by the train station with the... Harold Wilson, is it Harold Wilson statue at the train station? Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. There's a nice little territory. ale bar there. Oh, okay, yeah. last time I was there. just a, a, a bit of a plug as well. Days on Naked Footy midweek as well with GB. Oh, so. awesome! I am just I a am, reminder, yeah. Dave, if you'd forgotten. Oh, no, no, I hadn't forgotten. That'll be a lucid conversation. And you're, you're doing something as well. I'm on with Gab as well. Yeah, so yeah, we're oh, moonlighting. It's, it's shameless, brilliant, absolutely shameless. Brilliant stuff. Um, last word from you, Richard. Can it be something about Luke Chambers, maybe? Yeah, well, I was going to say, we've got Harry Clark's fist pump, haven't we? Maybe we'll get Chamber to do one for all time's sake. <laughs> if we get enough people, ah. we'll, do, we'll recreate that one. But yeah, join us. Get involved. Uh, lots of links everywhere. Uh, apologies. We're going to talk about this a lot for the next few weeks, but we're really excited about it. So hopefully people will join us. And yeah, Chamber, what a cracking guest he'll be. So, And again, yeah, good shout out to Milts and Matt Holland who helped us out with it as well. So thank you to them too. Unbelievable scene. Seven wins out of eight. Uh, we just have to be Birmingham or Millwall to make the playoffs now. Unbelievable stuff. We're absolutely loving it. We hope you're loving it too. I'm not going to press the outro. I'm going to press the promo for Blue Monday Live, October the 7th after the Preston game. Luke Chambers, live and in the fresh. Come and join us. I will be this hyper and won't need a microphone. Thank you, everybody. Innovation Labs is business hub and co-working space with strategic locations across Suffolk. Our aim is to foster innovation, entrepreneurship, business growth, and the development of an AI centre of excellence in Suffolk. Monthly hot desks are available from just £79. For more info, head to innovationlabsgroup.com or contact info at innovationlabsgroup.com. Innovation Labs, providing support for businesses across Suffolk. Locations in Stowmarket, Ipswich, Sudbury, Woodbridge with more to follow. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.